brought to you almost live from the dude in the basement studios. Why? Because that's where the good stuff is. It sips, suds, and smokes with your smoking host, the good old boys. It's sippin' time. Yes, it's sippin' time again. Hello and welcome to this Sips episode where everything good in life is worth discussing. As always, we are the best thing on at 2 a.m. This is a one-hour show that's allegedly entertaining for 22 to 23 minutes an hour. We are currently banned by the U.N. Security Council for being broadcast in the Korean demilitarized zone, and we aren't allowed to attend any more family functions, at least until Aunt Millicent gets over that unfortunate misunderstanding from last month. Again, we are sorry. We thought the Scotty dog would like scotch. It's in their blood, man. It's in their, well, it's in his, it's in his blood now. That's right. <laughs> I mean, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. I mean, it's, it's Harm's fault. He told me. <laughs> He's uh, a Scotty dog. You know, it is Scotty. Yeah, he should be drinking scotch. <laughs> drinking scotch. This is Made Man Bob, and joining me today are good old boy Justin. Hello, Bob. And Made Man Maury. Good morning, Bob. I love that you decorated the basement to match the theme today. Well, I've tried, you know. I mean, I feel right at home with all the Asian decor and you the like flag. That? Yeah. Yes. And the even, even, the, the, even the, the dogs, the food dogs. The silk screens make it, though. <laughs> silk you, like, you like the Hello Kitty? Yeah, isn't that nice? And good old boy Harmeet. Hello Kitty. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just got creeped out. How yeah. about you guys? I, oh, wait, wait, I'll make it worse. I'll make it worse. This is for my wife. Roll Tide. Y'all. Now I need a bath. Uh, <laughs> Maury and myself are with the Bourbon Mafia. The Bourbon Mafia is a nonprofit organization composed of bourbon enthusiasts and industry professionals with representation in eight states. Our members combine a love of bourbon with a passion for charitable work. The group, yeah, you just did some. Yeah, we did. You gave a big old check to some World War II veterans. I like uh, that. We, we, did, uh, we did recently uh, this weekend for Honor Flight of South Florida. They fly World War II veterans up to see the memorial. It's a very worthy charity. They're, they're doing God's work. Oh, and, and also they drank, so there's drinking involved. So oh, yeah. Good well, job on you. Yeah. Good and, on you. There, were, there were seven courses and seven wines, so one from each theater of operations. Uh, <laughs> the group uses their love of our native spirit, again, to raise money for local and national charities through rare bottle auctions and other themed events check us out on facebook at the bourbon mafia our show is also sponsored in part by fine spirits in cooper city florida home of the enigmatic machines serving great wines whiskeys and other spirits by the glass you can find them at facebook.com slash fine spirits and our show is also sponsored in part by the fort Lauderdale whiskey society <laughs> the wow 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 whiskey society uh, to find out more about all the events and anything whiskey related that's happening in the South Florida area, visit FTLWS.com. Or see Fort Lauderdale Whiskey Society on Facebook. There you go. Our show uh, today is a sip segment. It's all about wine, distilled spirits, tea, and coffee. Today we are doing some whiskeys from Kavalan Distillery in Taiwan and Nika Distillery in Japan. Yes, they do make Whiskey in Asia. And mighty fine whiskey, I might add. So we're going to have Maury tell us a little bit more about the Kavalon Distillery. We've had a few of their expressions before, but we're going to drink them again. So take it away, Maury. Fantastic. Thank you, Bob. Kavalon was established in 2005 as Taiwan's first distillery by Mr. Tian Tsai Lee, founder of... The- oh, my. That's the one. He is the founder of the King Car Conglomerate in Taiwan, named after the old name of... Yailan County in northeast Taiwan, where the distillery is located, Kavalan is also the only family-owned distillery in Taiwan. With a dream of creating a Taiwanese whiskey, Mr. Lee sought out the assistance of internationally renowned whiskey consultant Dr. James Swan, and together they created the Kavalan Distillery. Kavalan began distilling November 3rd, 2006, so they're really young and perhaps one of the youngest. Uh, and the distillery was open to the public in 2008. They use water from the springs of the snow mountains to create the mash, 
which is then fermented in temperature-controlled stainless steel tanks to protect it from the subtropical climate of Taiwan. The mash is then distilled in Scottish copper pot stills, and the new make spirit is barreled and aged in one of Kavalon's five-story aging warehouses. Each warehouse holds 30,000 casks, which are tied together to protect them due to the frequent earthquakes in the region. Because of the tropical location of Taiwan, temperatures in the top floor of the warehouses can reach up to 108 degrees Fahrenheit, causing a more rapid evaporation rate or angel share of up to 12 to 15 percent, as opposed to the average in Scotland, which is only 2 percent per year. Some drunk angels. Yeah. Yes. Yes. This advanced evaporation rate results in the spirit maturing at a faster rate than in many other countries. Except India. Let me tell you, we have fast evaporation rate there, too. We, we treat true. our angels well. This is true. And apparently the process is working as Kavalon has won over 100 gold medals since their first release. In fact, Jim Murray's Whiskey Bible named Kavalon's soloist Fino Sherry Cask Malt the new Whiskey of the Year in 2012. And the entire, uh, excuse me, and the Kavalon soloist Vino Barik won world's best single malt whiskey and best Asian single malt in the World Whiskies Awards in London in 2015. These guys are good. Yeah, they are. Young and good. And guess and what? We're going to be trying we're both, trying of, those both today. of those today. So yeah. Here's the list of the whiskeys from the Kavalon distillery that we will be sampling today. Number one, Kavalon's classic single malt whiskey. Number two, Kavalon Concert Master Port Cask Finish. Next will be Kavalon Soloist Sherry Cask Finish, as mentioned above. And lastly, the Kavalon Soloist Vino Barrique. Nice. All right. Thanks, Maury. And in addition to these fine whiskeys from Japan, or from Japan, from Taiwan, we're going to be tasting some Nika whiskey from Japan. So, uh... Sorry, I'm a kid of the 80s. You should have played more of that song. I was rocking out, man. That was a fantastic yeah, song. Yeah, I know. Yeah. All, all the people that are listening to us at our age group are right now going, oh, man, you turned it off too quick. So I'm going to ask our mate to give us a little information about the guys from Nika. When he's boring us, just it was a little encore, that song. Yeah. <laughs> I don't bore you people. I keep you entertained. Too late. Minutes. Oh, started. Yeah, thank you. Well, sorry. I, sorry. I love me some did, Japanese whiskey. Sorry. Did I offend you? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. All right, all right. I apologize. Mm. I'm really, really sorry. I apologize unreservedly. <laughs> I offer a complete and utter retraction. The imputation was totally without basis in fact. I love that movie. Are you okay? That's a great movie. Was that, was that sufficient? Well, okay. what about my heirs? You didn't you didn't apologize to my heirs and my Oh heck with your heirs. Uh, it's in there. Fine. So anywho kids, Masataka Takatsuru was born in eighteen ninety four in the coastal town of Takehara near Hiroshima to a family of sake brewers with a history of dating back to 1733. So while he was studying to become a chemist and preparing to carry on his family business, he was exposed to scotch whiskey, and he decided he was going to change gears. And he dedicated his life to whiskey. This man enrolled in the University of Glasgow. He apprenticed at distilleries in Scotland and got his hands on the experience and craft of making whiskey, and he received more training as a blender. In 1920, um, Masataka returned to Japan with his new Scottish wife, Rita. So he miscegenated, just like me. I like this guy. Lovely Rita meter maid. Yes, that's right. He brought, he brought himself home a nice redhead to begin working on the new distillery in Japan. And uh, after, after many years for working for other companies, he was determined to strike on his own to create his own vision, a true Japanese malt. So let me tell you a little bit of this. He actually was hired by Sinjiro Tutu. Uh, Sinjiro Tori, the man who was also in the pharmacy business, who started a, a little uh, pharmacy, uh, distillery you may have heard of, Yamazaki, or Suntory. Suntory, who makes Yamazaki. So he actually established the Yamazaki distillery and hired Masa, uh, Masaka, Masataka Takatsuru to run that distillery for him. Easy for him to say. Yeah, yeah. Well, Takatsuru, anyway, ran the Yamazaki distillery. For a while before striking out his own in 1934. I'm just, I think it's funny you are impressed that all these guys were in the pharmaceuticals business. This is South Florida. Every third person you meet's in the pharmaceuticals business. Well, yeah, we've we've got the I mean, uh, we've got the pill mills. We've they're got street the, pharmacists, but other than yeah, that, you we've know, got them all. Yeah. So these guys went to you know a different type of pharmacy. This is this is cardiovascular pharmacy by you know another name. 
alcohol, relaxing It's happy medicine vessels. for me. Very good. <laughs> Keeps me happy. <laughs> so. So what's his problem, Mr. Happy? I don't I drink don't enough whiskey, apparently. Oh, that is yeah. the problem. Yeah. At least you admit it. Yeah. So he started the, he started Nika, and uh, when he, he with Nika Whiskey, he built his first distillery in Yoichi in Hokkaido. And uh, he, he started that because the landscape reminded him of the Scottish town where he studied. In 1969, he built a second distillery called Miyagikyo near Sendai in the Miyagi province. Prefecture, sorry. Is that Mr. But, Miyagi province? Why? It probably would Mrs. be a Mr. Whiskey on a whiskey, whiskey off. off. Yeah, probably would be a, a the prefecture would be a Mr. Miyagi. Yeah. So I like them better. He is kind days. of regarded as the father of Japanese whiskey. And, you know, he 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 started making Yamazaki, what Suntory, what it became today. He started Nika. This guy's he and he didn't want to do it the way the Scottish do it. So they're not using the uh, the Japanese oak or any crazy stuff. It's just the exact way the Scottish did. That was his that was his dream. He died in 1979 at the ripe old age of 85, and uh, we are drinking several of his whiskeys today. And here's the list of the ones we'll be having. One of my favorites is the Nika Pure Malt, and then we, we'll be drinking the Yoichi Single Malt from the Yoki, Yoichi Distillery, and then Nika Miyagikyo. So do we have time to do the sips ratings too? No, we can get started. Well, let's try it. All right. Well, let, let me, let, well let me tell you something. <clears throat> I let like me some Japanese whiskey. I like me some Indian whiskey, and I like me some t- Taiwanese whiskey. And even though I'm legally an American, I don't know if I can be. <laughs> I need to tighten up the immigration yeah. process. I think the word legal when it comes to him is a little bit it's, rough. Yeah. We need to tighten up the immigration process. I've been process. naturalized, son. I was a Canadian citizen for a while, too, but I don't say A. Actually, I did take, have take off A on my, my car at one point. I wore a toque, the whole thing. We could do this. We don't We don't care about you being from India. It's that Canadian citizenship that we're so put off by. <laughs> yeah. Socialized medicine. Rolling clouds and crashing surf. Iridescent dunes reflecting by the light of a rising glowing moon. Seashore mesmerizing, night breeze hypnotizing. We've come across these back roads none too soon. Look to the left, to the right. Your eyes on the road, my darling Wondering if we're only passing through Open roads and open windows My hand is yours forever, sweet love All right, we're back, and we're going to have Harm tell us about our SIPs ratings. Well, first, I wanted to say we were arguing about balaclavas versus toques and other Canadian wear, but we're not going to go into that because before we uh, got back on the air. They were uh, toques in Canada, not balaclavas. Well, we wear balaclavas, too, because it's cold. You wear a toque. What are you, a ninja? You killed it because you started talking about your assless chaps, which, you know. (laughs) Me and Dave Lee Roth. (laughs) Which, which is, you know, it's, again, that's that's just uh, redundant because hey, all, all chaps are happy. He's just mad because I got more hair than David. <laughs> what all happens in the basement this. stays in the basement. That was not for public air. <laughs> <laughs> all right, y'all. I just want to say roll tide and let's drink some whiskey from uh, the Asian parts of the world. So let's do the sips ratings. One sip. Give me a glass of water to wash out my mouth. Two sips. Nice. But what else you got? Well, isn't that nice? Three sips. Hmm. That was interesting. What was this again? Interesting. Four sips. Let's keep this secret to ourselves. Pour me another, boy. That's classified. Five sips. Oh my. I was unaware anything could be this good. Oh my goodness. Yes. Yes. 
I'm the, done. The sad thing is, is we asked him to do it as a pirate. So <laughs> I don't have a pirate voice. I, I thought he was going to do it as he's Canadian. Then he thinks that's a pirate. So <laughs> we lived in the Midwest of, of Canada. There were no pirates in Winnipeg. What is it with the Midwest? It doesn't matter where it is. All of you idiots say, hey, we do say, hey, yeah, <laughs> it's like you're all from Fargo. <laughs> all right. Well, let's get started by popping that first cork. All right, Justin, why don't you take the first one? Kavalan Classic Single Malt Whiskey. Our samples are from Asia, and they're 40% alcohol. The U.S. release is 43% alcohol. They sent us the wrong one by accident, but we're not complaining. Well, yet, no, some of the we? samples we got are Asian samples because some of the Japanese whiskeys are all in the back is all also written Asian, in Japanese, yeah, which, is, which is kind of fun. Well, they were all pretty awesome, and mm-hmm. this one was too. The original flagship of Kavalan, the single malt, X bourbon refill casks, X sherry refill casks, and new American oak casks. This expression was a gold medal winner at the 2016 San Francisco World Spirits Competition. Uh, the color was uh, nice and light. I got apples on the nose until I let it breathe for a while and added some water, and then I got some mangoes. I found it sweet and pleasant. And um, I got lots of oak on the front end, and it fishes, finishes sweet on the nose. I gave this one three sips. Interesting. All right, Maury, what did you think? I thought it was a beautiful whiskey. I think it's very well made. I think it's a beautiful everyday whiskey. I agree with most of the tasting notes that uh, Justin had uh, elaborated. It's got a, a medium-length finish. It's definitely got a nice mouthfeel. Uh, a little bit of warmth, a little bit of oily, and a little even a citrus uh, on the finish. I agree. The mango is uh, tough to come by. You have to really let it open up, get some air, and maybe even add a couple drops of water. Um, I think it's very well made. Give it three sips. Well, interesting. let me just say something. I wasn't listening to you guys because I was sipping on my whiskey and reading my text messages. Cause you Boy, know. how unusual. <laughs> <laughs> that would imply he's ever listened. But all I heard was the three sips, and I think you're wrong. Uh, this is a pretty burnished copper, um, and I really did give this uh, gave this one a lot more air. When I first tasted this whiskey, I didn't give it any air, and, and I didn't get that tropical note that you know you expect from this whiskey from you know everything that people write about it. Um, it's clean and floral, but it wasn't overly fruity. When I gave this thing 15 minutes of air, I mean honey and mango really came out. A little, there's a tropical note, almost a banana. But then pear and mango come out. Um, I read somebody said something about coconut. I think that may come out earlier and it goes away. But um, I just want to smell this whiskey. I could just, this is an inexpensive whiskey from Kavalon. They're least, they're least expensive. And I still think it, it's a champ. With a little bit of cold water, um, 15 minutes of air, I got sweet mango, very complex whiskey, spiciness. And the, what did strike me, I think, uh, Maury, I wasn't really actually listening to you, but did you say something about oiliness? Yeah, yeah. I sure did. Yeah, so I, this has got a viscosity that I wasn't expecting for a whiskey like this, and it was beautiful. Uh, the finish was medium, and uh, even though you guys, uh, you only gave it three sips, I, I'd say definitely a four for me. I could drink this all day, every day. That's classified. Let's hear what Bob has to say about it. Well, as much as I hate to agree with Mr. Bitter over here. Um, I was thinking I didn't want to hear what Bob had to say. <laughs> Yeah, this uh, again, this is this is their introductory. This is their base level whiskey, and it absolutely does not drink like an introductory base. No, level I agree with you that 100 percent. They mean, don't have to apologize. For there's it. there's nothing that I've ever had from them. I mean, not and I've had quite a few different expressions and I've had a, a couple that really aren't really available here in the U.S., um, he's always is, bragging. He's always bragging. I, no, I've just been lucky. <laughs> Let me tell you something about my whiskey <laughs> collection. Sure I wish I had some more of these. Yeah, um, yeah it, on the nose, the honey, the the fruits. Now, in in their tasting notes, they they mention mango, which we all kind of looked at and said we don't really get until we gave it some time. And and this one with some air, really, it, it just it it came out really good and it just got better the longer it sat in my glass and with literally i I was worried that we got the 40 percent as opposed to the regular 45 thinking it'll be a little bit watered down let's face it we've got a lot of cast strength geeks around this table yeah and 
I honestly, it, it made no difference whatsoever because I've had both of them. It's still just a, an absolutely lovely whiskey, a, a couple of tiny drops of water, and, and that mango just burst forth. Um, very, I don't want to say very oily. We're not talking to Campbelltown here, but a very, oh, hell no. <laughs> but, but an oily mouth coating, unctuous, viscous feel oh. to the liquid. Um, that, you, you get I, the I'm apple. letting it sit in my glass. The mango's yeah. coming out again. You get the apple at first. And and then after the time, that apple sort of morphs into a mango, um, a little bit of citrus on the end. It, it's an absolutely lovely whiskey. I give it a solid four. Nice. Classified. Yeah, actually, that reminds me before we go to the next one. We had a mango as a tasting note for another whiskey. Was the one I I really loved last year was the Highland Park Ice Edition. Mm -hmm. There was no mango on that the first time until half hour in the glass. It Boom. was mango sorbet. Yeah. It was and, amazing. And that that one, I think that got. Fives around the table. Fives around the table. Was a exactly. Stunning whiskey. Well, why don't you tell us about the next one? Oh, sure. Was that me? Oh. That's you. That's you. All right. So our next whiskey is the Cavalon Concert Master Port Cask Finish. This is an American release. We do have the American bottle here in front of us. Forty-three percent ABV, ex bourbon uh, casks, finished in Ruby Port, uh, uh, Ruby and Tawny Port Port Vintage Cask from Portugal. And uh, I, they don't give an age statement on any of these whiskeys. Uh, because that huge angel share, because of the heat, these whiskeys mature probably three times the rate what they do in, in Scotland. This expression was awarded a gold medal at the 2016 International Wine and Spirits Competition. The color was a deep old bronze with red glints. Uh, the nose, to me, just went straight out port. Uh, I got some red grapes, a little bit of spice, some tobacco leaf, dark berries i just just pretty nose i could just smell that all day just let that air out and, and, and come back to it over and over again on the palate i got some demerara sugar again rich port some oak i got a little bit of nuttiness not not it was like underneath i guess a little bit air brought that more out but figs and dates were at the forefront um just i just wanted to keep coming back to it again with and without water I love this whiskey. The way I actually liked it the best was with that water because the finish was longer. The finish was more prunes and fig, a pinch of tobacco. The cinnamon was there. And an, again, another four, uh, another four uh, sip whiskey from me. That's classified. All right, Maury, what did you think? I like this whiskey. I thought it was just a clear step up from the, uh, the previous offering. I do like port cask finished whiskeys uh, very much. Uh, especially on the American bourbon side. Uh, I thought this had um, some interesting layers of flavor. I do agree that it took time to open up in the glass. It definitely needed more air. I was pretty underwhelmed when I, when I had a sip right out of the bottle. But with some time, it definitely opened up. These are complex whiskeys. I think air really helps them. Yeah, I think it brought out a lot of the notes that Harmeet uh, mentioned. Uh, I do think that a little bit of water helped it. Uh, and it's not so much that it helped it. It was perfectly fine without water. It's, it's not too hot. It's actually a very nice 86-proof uh, whiskey. But the water w uh, enabled me to unravel a few and unpeel back a few extra layers. Yeah, I'll of, give you that. But actually, I think I liked it better without the water this time. And that's rare for me. I, yeah. I usually don't do that. Uh, I just thought it brought out some different layers of, of flavor and uh, and things like that. Uh, a solid whiskey, extremely well made. I must admit, I teetered between a three and a four. Um, uh, I'm probably biased a little bit by what's to come today. Because uh, so, uh, you're American, you don't think this is a real whiskey boy? No, no, this no, not whiskey. at all. They got some stuff that's going <laughs> to no, like, knock your socks off. He knows what's ahead. Yeah. Uh, so I gave it a solid three sips, uh, leading towards four. All right, Justin, what would you think? I got strong caramel. Before you get to that, why don't you hand me that bottle? <laughs> Just saying. Yeah. yeah. I got some strong caramel. Look at him. He's talking Thank and you, passing you a ball at the same time. Something you can't do. Why can't you do it? Not, 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 <laughs> but we had to keep interrupting. Sorry, Justin, go on. So I got lots of pork flavor on this, and I had yeah. it the second round. Just you say pork or I, pork? Port. Because I mean, both of them I find attractive. Pork's awesome, but this one I got port. And when I added a little water... It amped the port up about three times. And the flavor builds really quickly, but it falls off really quickly. And I got a little bit of cedar on the back end. I gave it three sips. On any other day, it would have been four. But really? what's to come? I had to give you, higher ratings. You guys are to just other things. 
That's you can't do that. I, I disagree with you. Either it's a three or a four. You guys, well, because we tasted this other stuff right after. No, 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 I agree. I mean, we should be uh, judging what's in the glass in front of us and not comparing it. Yeah. But it's human nature. It's hard not to compare yeah. to uh, everything else at the table. Well, yeah. some of us have the ability to look beyond such petty things. This is so. why my wife slaps me all the time. <laughs> why are you looking at her? <laughs> no, she just does that anyway because yeah. you deserve it. That's true. Um, on the palate, I got I got some really rich spice. You know, the raisins, the uh, uh, the currants, the you know that that came through. Very rich oak. Uh, a little bit of nuts, almonds in the back. Um, on the finish, nice and long. Uh, the port notes are really lovely. Um, I tried it with and without water. I didn't notice a big difference for me personally, but, uh, you know, all in all, uh, an excellent whiskey. Um, yeah, I, I give it a solid four. That's classified. All right. Well, Maury, why don't you tell us about the next one we got? I am. I'm going to tell you about a wonderful whiskey. If harm gives me back my tasting notes. No, I'm writing down something for him. Mr. Uh, I'm the sorry. ABCs? Dr. Maury could not wear his glasses today, so he couldn't read the cask number. <laughs> That is not true. <laughs> he does that at work, too. I'm the only one at this table that doesn't wear glasses. He's a urologist. He's looking at pee. He's just looking. It's just a yellow or it's not. <laughs> yeah, well, some of this whiskey we got in test tubes, and it's a test tube full of an amber-colored liquid. I was worried he'd think he was at work. Yes, I did think I was at work. <laughs> okay, our next, on that note, our Why next is whiskey it not warm? Yeah. is the Kavalon Soloist Sherry Cask Finish. This is a single cask whiskey. It clocks in at 57.8% ABV. We actually have the actual barrel number, but I'm not going to take the time to recite this 16-digit uh, barrel number. I will. Tell you're you not going to find it anyway. I think when did when did you buy this bottle, Bob? About a year or two ago. You're not going to find this. Barrel. I will tell you, we have bottle number 436 of 476. So it's a pretty good size uh, sherry butt uh, that it was aged in. Um, again, it's finished in Oloroso sherry casks. It is non-chill filtered and no color added. Let me tell you, this is the most beautiful colored whiskey of the night. It is dark like tar. It is it's black like your heart. Yeah, well, that too. <laughs> it is dark and deep and coppery and just like a burnished bronze color. It's beautiful. It's fantastic. Well, in, in, that's in the glass. When you're looking in the bottle, that's like that's like that Loch Dew stuff they sell in Scotland. There's like there's what is there? Is there? Is there actual activated charcoal in this thing? It's black. Yeah. No, you can't even see through you it. You can't see through this. When but we, when tried, when we tried this the first time, I think the, the way I described it, it was as dark as Satan's heart. Yeah, or, or, or my sister-in-law's. Or driveway sealer. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Uh, on the nose, oh, you could smell it all day. It is oh, just yeah. unbelievable. It's got tons of sherry on the nose. It's got chocolate. It's got figs. It's got cherries. It's got spice. It's got cocoa. It's just got everything going on. Um there's even some Christmas spice notes. It's just fantastic on the nose. It's not potpourri, though. It's, no, there's, there's it's, not potpourri. Are, no, yeah. it's not potpourri. Um, and, and I am a sherry whiskey fan, and I must admit, this can make me convert from Scotland to Asian whiskey right here. Um, That's right. I love Scottish sherry whiskeys. I admit it. I have a soft spot for sherry whiskeys, and this has changed my world today. Um on the palate. This is your first time trying this. This is my first time trying this. Justin, is this your first oh, time trying this? Yes. I wish you'd have told me that before. <laughs> hmm. Why, you'd open the other one? Yeah, sure, I'll open the other one. Okay. I don't care. <laughs> On the palate, sherry notes, berries, currants, pecans. It's big. It's rich. It's deep. It's just, uh This might be one of the finest whiskeys I've tasted at least in the last five minutes, but perhaps even <laughs> perhaps even this decade. Even today? This, all, even all I would go with this decade. This decade. I mean, this is really a fantastic whiskey. It's got a fantastic finish. It lingers on and on and on. It's got lots of sherry on the finish. I mean, it's got sherry throughout. I really think that if you like sherried whiskey, if you like any of the sherry cask finish from Scotland, this is a must try. Uh, you won't get this exact barrel, but you'll definitely get something close. Um, again, so far, my whiskey of the morning in the dark damp basement i give it five sips oh my goodness yes. Right, yes. Right, yes. Yes. yeah well you know that's just like uh your opinion man that's what i said dude all right justin what'd you think this whiskey definitely noses beautifully you get nice sherry and caramel on the nose the taste you get an amazing fire Almost too much, but not too much. You get fruit notes. I got dates on the back palate. I gave it a solid four sips. 
That's classified. All right, Harm, what do you think? I'm I'm gonna be a little bit stingy, like Justin. Uh, it's not because I know what's coming up or anything like that. It's like, listen to me. I agree with everything Maury said, which is rare. I hate what Maury says. He's a doctor. I don't want to hear anything doctors say to me. I'm fat. <laughs> I don't need this. Yeah, you're fat, all right. I never give you medical advice. I'm I'm the skinniest guy at the table, but I'm still I'm still fat. Yeah. <laughs> These guys are. <laughs> oh, I take exception to that. <laughs> anyway, um, I resemble you want to step that outside. Uh, we just we you're, we'll talk to your wife. We'll see who's fatter. Look at this. Anywho, I've got a face for. Uh, He's fatter where it makes and, a and difference. difference. Oh, nice. <laughs> this this show should not be aired. Anyway. Kavalon soloist sherry cask. This is gorgeous whiskey. As Mo everything Maury said, this is Satan's heart dark. The Oloroso sherry. I got more fig than cherry, but it was there. Um, the nuts are there. The the big, rich, deep flavors are there. Berries and currants and all the sherry notes throughout. But this is the thing. I think there is a little bit of a flaw here. I think it's a little bit too sweet for me. So I can't give it five. I have to give it four. Bobby Joe? That's too sweet. Wow. Just a little. Out of your damn mind. at all. I mean, I talked about a lot of things, but sweetness just wasn't one of them. The sherry on this thing hits you like a hand grenade. The the body on this thing, when you see it's that black, you think, man, that's dark. That that might be, a, that's a little oddly dark. I, yeah, I'm, like not, like, I'm not sure what I'm getting Is here. Is there activated until, charcoal in the bottle? Until you taste it. And again, it. It's a brick straight to the face. The sherry is huge. The cherries on this thing are huge. You gotta like sherry. The, I got the, I got fig the, too. The dark dark cocoa that I get in the back. I mean, it's just the flavors on this thing. The currants, the berries. I get a little bit of a black tea note in the back. It's rich. It's dark. It's deep. Five sips. Oh my goodness! Yes. All right. Yes. yes. And we'll yes. be back. Not just the destination. But baby, the whole elation Riding down this lover's avenue As slow as a willow blows Or as fast as the whirlwind grows We glide beneath the stars in cobalt blue Look to the left, to the right Keep your eyes on the road, my darling Wondering if we're only passing through Open roads and open windows My hand is yours forever, sweet love Our eyes ahead on these back roads with a view And we're back, and we're talking about uh, Kavalon whiskey out of Taiwan. We're going to be talking about the last one that we're tasting today. From uh, Kavalon. From Kavalon, which is the Kavalon Soloist Fino Barrique. It's fully matured and used American oak wine barrels that were previously used to mature both red and white wines. The barrels were then toasted and recharred. Uh, as we learned earlier, this is the 2015 World's West, West World's Best Single Malt Whiskey at the World Whiskey's Awards, and it was the best Asian single malt whiskey as well. I want you to read that again as Elmer Fudd, because it's the World's West. <laughs> I'm driving in my car. Well, I think that you <laughs> underscore radio. A couple of interesting differences. He's, he's, Maury's all about moving on to the so, serious stuff. <laughs> all right. The previous whiskey was only finished in Oloroso sherry cast. It spent the majority of its life in ex-bourbon cask. Mm. This whiskey has spent its entire life in American oak wine barrels. So uh, it's Both the, red and white, by the way. Both red and white right. wine barrels. And so it's not no really... No blue a, at all. No, no blue, blue. No blue. No no. There no is green. blue wine on the market now. This is an abomination. How about plaid? They plaid? In Scotland. I'm sure they have sure plaid they wine. Well, this one, this one again. This is their heavy hitter. This is this was the world whiskey of the year, and and there's a reason. This one is uh, in 2015, man. It's like so two years ago. Uh, it's got a cask number that's very very long that I'm not going to read, but it's bottle number 122 of 209, 57.1 um, percent ABV. 
the color on this, it is not quite, it is not black like the last one, but it is unbelievably dark. But when you put it in the glass, it's it's a it's a natural color. No, so, it, but know. it's dark in the glass. Well, it, yeah. it's absolutely a natural color. I mean, they're not they're not adding any caramel coloring to this at all, as far as no, I know. No, not at all. Listen, and, the last one looked like blackstrap molasses. Exactly, and and this one this one is ex- I mean extremely dark. Um, it's like grade B maple syrup dark on the nose. You get the dark fact rum. that you know the grades of maple syrup really disappoints me. Yeah, you should, me. Canadian. Uh, <laughs> I'm telling you something. He's a urologist, you know, and if my, my urine looks like glass B maple syrup, there's a problem. And he knows that's right. That's yeah. why. <laughs> he knows the different grades of curry, but he doesn't know the grades of maple syrup. What kind of a Canadian are you? I lived in Winnipeg. All the all the maple trees they harvest. Home of the Jets. What's wrong with you? On the Good East Lord. Coast. Come on. All right. Uh, dark chocolate. Uh, old leather, a little bit of rum note on the nose, uh, citrus on this. Send that bottle back, please. <laughs> yeah, why are you hogging the bottle, man? You have to ask me nicely. Please don't bogart the bottle. No, that's nice. Okay. <laughs> Hold on. He had to pass it to me first. Go, go, please go ahead with your note. Sarcasm is anger's ugly cousin. From now on, unacceptable. All right, well, let's get to the palate on this one. This whiskey, uh, to quote Sir, the Justin. current administration, it's huge. It's huge. This is a big, big, big whiskey. Huge flavor in this. Oh. Cherries, dark rum, chocolate, uh, dark, dark coffee, some berries. Oh, just really, just really almost overcooked toffee, not burnt, but just, just really just dark. It's party in a glass dark toffee um the finish on this thing lasts the rest of your life I mean, you drink this and 20 minutes later you're still tasting it there's a reason that this one whiskey of the year uh honestly this this is a stunning whiskey i, I bought this a, a while ago and it's been sitting in the closet looking for a reason to open it so we were doing the show so i figured why not let's let's break this thing out and all i keep thinking is I wish I'd have bought a few more of these because this yeah. is absolutely stunning. I could not give it any less than a five. Oh my goodness! Yes! 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 Bob, yes! not that age is everything, and we've already discussed the reasons why these whiskeys age and mature faster. But do you have even the slightest clue how old this whiskey is? It's been in my closet for about a year and a half. <laughs> I I don't have any th- official notes, but I'm getting five to seven years. Looking at this, where they're losing ten to fifteen percent a year, and you know, mm-hmm. if you keep taking ten to fifteen percent off of a full barrel after about eight or nine years, it's empty. So, I mean, but I'll tell you what, ever have I'll tell so, you what, I've so seen old. forty-year-old Scotch whiskeys that are not this dark. Yeah, they're approaching this dark, yeah. but it's uh, it's well, it's they, amazing. They they say rule of thumb three times faster in India, in India and in Taiwan, and uh, the the whiskeys are aging about three times as fast as they do in Scotland. Uh, so seven years is 21 years. Yeah. I mean, when you see the distillery, I mean, it's this lush green jungle that is extremely hot and extremely damp. You know, that's where they're getting this color. Uh, you know, and, and again, I don't, yeah, I mean, they couldn't have a 10 year whiskey there. I don't think they could ever have a 10 year whiskey unless they wrap the thing in plastic or something. Well, you they know? could transfer to stainless, yeah. but then you know? it's not aging anymore. Yeah, right? exactly. So, I mean, they can't, you know, it, it's, it, it's it's going that fast and that's where you get this concentration and and you know a lot of places do this or places in america are doing it in southern states where it's really hot and it's aging faster but i haven't had anybody you know there are very Not few out quality. there you know there's a few in india that are doing it there's you know there's a few here and there but this kind of quality i, I haven't had anything well, you glossed you know. uh, we glossed over the fact that dr james swan built these stills for them is it James? It is James, right? Yeah. Yeah. So Swan built these. These are very distinct stills. They're the lantern shape shape stills. Uh, I mean, I know that um, the guys in India wanted to buy, uh, to hire Swan to do them, but he's under contract from uh, uh, who's it? Not uh, Paul John Whiskey. He wanted to hire them. They wanted to hire these guys. The Swan hired to do this stuff. The, the, these are lantern shaped stills. They're the perfect size. Lots of copper contact. The quality of this whiskey is not paralleled. 
I would agree. I would agree. So echoing, I'd like to really echo what Bob said. And I, I won't repeat every one of his adjectives because he did a superlative job. Uh, this is really the finest whiskey I've had today and perhaps the finest whiskey I've had all year. Uh, it's really wonderfully well made. It's got tremendous complexity and layers. In the glass, it doesn't look uh, all that much lighter than the previous whiskey in the bottle. Again, it's super dark. It's a it fabulous just goes whiskey. On forever. It, it does. It finishes forever. I could wax poetic about it for the next twenty minutes. I'll just cut it short and say five sips, solid oh every day. Yeah. All right, yeah. Justin, Justin, what do you say? Yeah. Justin, you can agree. I agree. I gave it five sips. Gorgeous. The oh finish never goodness. ended. Wow. All right, kids. I'm not going to say anything different. What am I going to say? I, I got so many layers of flavor out of this thing. It just keeps going. But okay, this, this thank is, you. Have a nice day. Yeah, thank thank yeah. you. Have a nice. Come again. But look, <laughs> this this is the reason. It's not scotch. It's not bourbon. But you guys around this table are mostly bourbon drinkers. This hits every point you guys want. It's it's on hitting yeah. on all cylinders. It's it's right between scotch and bourbon. The sweetness is there. The richness is there. The finish is amazing, and it's clearly five. Cylinders. Please don't say it's too sweet. Excellent. No. The other one wasn't. The other one was a little bit too sweet. The this sherry was more sherry. This is this not is sherry, Five but it's sips. equally Five beautiful. Sips. Oh my goodness! Yeah. Yeah. Unanimous. Yeah. All right. Oh my. Okay, Bob. Please put this on the list when we do the show recap for the year. The best I'd of like year. to yeah. revisit the best, it of, it the best of the year. Oh, you want to drink more of this? You have to ask me nicely. Mm-hmm. Pretty please. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right, we're going to go on to our next whiskey, and th- we're going to start doing the ones from Japan now. So we'll have Justin introduce the next one. Nika Pure Malt, 43% alcohol by volume. Non-age statement expression of Nika Takatsuru Pure Malt Whiskey, named after the company's founder, Masataka Takatsuru. It features plenty of whiskey from the Miyagikyo. Miyagikyo. Miyagikyo I saw the look of panic in your face. <laughs> as well as a percentage of malt matured in sherry cast to give it a rich spiced nose. This Japanese whiskey, which is a marriage of single malts distilled at the Yoichi and Miyagikyo distilleries, is aged in various types of oak casks. Takatsuru Pure Malt, released in the summer of 2015, without an age statement, is set to replace the now extinct Age Takatsuro Expressions. It is a blend of malts averaging 10 years of age with a high percentage of Miyagikyo malt with some Yoichi added in. The whiskeys were aged in different cask types, including ex-sherry barrels. I used to have the, the Takatsuro 12 and 17 in stock. Those were some crazy whiskeys. So what did you think about this one, sir? So the color was light. Um, true to its name, you definitely get a lot of malt on the nose, and there's a rich malt sweet taste, nice viscosity on this one, but a short finish, and the short finish got it two sips. Well, isn't that nice? All right. All right. What do you think, Mr. Happy? Well, I was pouring myself another while you asked me. I saw, I noticed that you drank yours. Why don't you talk about it? I oh. didn't drink mine. Oh, you drank something else. I okay. drank something else. I'm, you just handed me the bottle. <laughs> I, I'm losing track. Yeah. Where's my notes? There there they are. I was looking at my whiskey. Okay, so the color of this was a golden amber. This is uh, Of the three Japanese whiskeys we're drinking today, this is the darkest of the three. Um, it's got a bright... It's, it's, it's unfair to drink these after Kavalon because this is a completely different style. The Japanese whiskeys are a more lighter, elegant style than these Agreed. heavy, wine-finished Taiwanese whiskeys we tasted. We should have done this in a different order, but these are these are light and elegant. This is more like your scotch. This is uh, honeyed and bright and beautiful. I get citrus and melon notes, a little bit of berry and mango on the nose. The, it needed some air to breathe to get that, that, that mango again. Uh, palette was fruity, lots of citrus peel. I got almond and hazelnut on this. And one thing that really struck it to me was muscovado sugar. I don't know if you have muscovado. It's kind of like a, it's a blend of uh, cane it. sugar and a little bit of molasses type thing. It's it's a very it's used a lot in India. And makes a beautiful old fashioned. Make it into simple syrup. Perfect. Muscovado exactly old exactly. So like I I agree with Justin saying the finish was too short, but 
I I can forgive it that because the flavor was just perfect for like if you're a Scotch drinker, those Taiwanese whiskeys are more for for bourbon drinkers. This is a four sips. That's All right, Maury, what'd you think? Well, I've kind of split the difference between the two uh, the two boys. Um, okay, I, and you want me to just hit three and we move on? Just hit three and move on. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I think that uh, it's got a lovely, it's a lovely whiskey. Again, I agree with Harmeet. I wish I had uh, started with these today and not the Kavalon. The Kavalons are just so deep and dark and rich and big and bold. And these are more finesse, more elegant, more oh, feminine. Yeah, very, very, very elegant. Depends. It depends on your evening, what you want to drink first. Yeah, I think this is a beautiful whiskey. It's extremely well made. Uh, it's it's a wonderful whiskey. Uh, again, it was, I was three teetering on four. I gave this one three sips. Uh, Interesting, but uh, I really wouldn't pour it out of my glass anytime. I, I think you. I think both you guys gave it the lesser reviews because the the rating. I mean, the the finish wasn't as good, right? Yeah, I, it short. didn't yeah. have the longest finish, but I think it's extremely well, well you made. Can't, you can't compare that to the Kavlons, which are just heavy. Bob, did you did you agree with these guys? Yeah, I mean, uh, it, the the finish is shorter. Now the problem is, is we just finished with that Kavlon Fino mm-hmm. Barrique. Um, but we tasted all these before we did the actually did the show. Um, so I was able to get that out of my mouth before I tried <laughs> this one. Um, it's not, it's not a forever long finish. It's also, I don't think it's a, you know, it's not just drops off. Um, you know, it's there. The, the thing is, is it's such a delicate whiskey. You're not going to get, you know, a, a 20 minute finish out of a whiskey this delicate. It's just not physically possible. So I, I don't, you know, I don't look at it as a flaw at all. It's just the nature of the of the whiskey. I think it's, it's a clean lovely whiskey. It's very it's very elegant. It's got so many layers of finesse to it, and it's you know it is the stereotypical Japanese whiskey. The the the, the level of, of of just precision in this is 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 wonderful. I give it a solid four. All right, it's classified. All right, Harms got our next one. Okay, so our our next malt, uh, malt is the Yoichi. Uh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, the Miyagikyo. We're doing the Miyagikyo. I have it wrong on the list here. So uh, the Miyagikyo is 90%, I'm sorry, 90 proof, 45% ABV. This is the single malt from the Miyagikyo distillery, which is Nika's second distillery. It was built in 1969, fairly young. It's actually younger than I am. Damn. The founder chose this site because of the mountains of the Sendai contrast with his first distillery, which is the Yoichi in the coastal area. So this this is the southern uh, distillery owned by the southern malt whiskey distillery owned by Nika. Nika owns some other distilleries that are further south in Japan, but they don't produce malt whiskey. Uh, the color, um, medium gold. Nose was completely different from the Takatsuru. We've got lemony citrus notes, lighter, more vanilla, a little dried pear, some flowers, uh, custardy type thing going on. The palate was um, a little bit of ginger, just very light ginger underneath some citrus. I got I don't know if I got the spearmint that they they talk about in their tasting note, but it was there's an there was an herbal quantity, uh, another an herbal component. Not sure what it was. Um, it's elegant. It's light. It's got a hint of smoke. I loved it. And it's four sips. All right, Maury, what do you think? That's classified. Wow, Hermit. That's all I can say is wow. I think I'm going to have to revisit that one. Um, I've got it sitting in my glass for the last thirty minutes, and it's getting better. That custard note's coming out more. I, I thought it was a wonderful whiskey. I think it was well made. I agree with just about everything you said. Um, I teetered again between three and four sips, and um, I ended up giving it uh, three sips today. Again, I wouldn't pour it out. Interesting. Now, Justin, what did you think? It smelled to me like malt and sake mixed together. It reminded me of Yamazaki 12. Taste builds quickly and built and goes off fast. Um, I gave it three sips. Interesting. All right. Well, our last one is the OHE single malt. Just give give your re- review on the Miyagikyo real quick. Just those your sips ratings. I don't have time. We're running out of time. <laughs> so, because somebody gets you know wordy here. Um, I'm passionate. All right. The Nika Yoichi single malt whiskey, 45% ABV. Uh, it's a beautiful whiskey. It's well-made. It's got toffee and roasted nuts and apricots and peaches on the nose, roasted peanut butter, ginger, oak, orange peel, leather, mint, ginger. It's got a lot of wonderful flavors. Uh, I'd love to compare it to the 15 year. This in and of itself is a beautiful whiskey. I gave it four sips. 
That's classified. I'm giving it four sips. What he said. That's Justin. All right, Justin. Giving it three sips. Nice viscous flavor. There's <laughs> <laughs> the outro music. See, that's what happens Bob. when we start talking a little bit too much. All but right. Let me tell you, you stuck eight whiskeys in here. What's, what's your rating? Don't care. <laughs> <laughs> that's all the time we have today. We hope you enjoyed this episode. You can catch all of our episodes online as well as on SoundClouds, TuneIn, Stitcher, YouTube, Google Play, PRX, and Spreaker, our native media host iTunes, Google Play on our own Android app are the easiest ways to enjoy the show on your phone. Just search Sip, Suds, and Smokes on iTunes or in the Google Play Store. Be sure to tap subscribe and the show will always be on your phone. We love your feedback and you can reach us online at info at sipsudsandsmokes.com. Our daily tasting notes flow out on Twitter every day at Sip, Suds, Smokes and our Facebook page is always buzzing with lots of news. You can also interact with the thousands of other fans on these social media platforms. Do us a favor and take time to rate this episode if you're listening to us online. That's a big help to us. And we get to hear your feedback as well. Want to thank our host. Thank you, Justin. Thank you. Thank you, Maury. Thank you, Bob. I love what you do at the basement with the theme-appropriate decor today. And thank you, Arm. I, I resent you putting all these great whiskeys on the same show and not giving us enough time to talk about it. Gee, the guy who had the longest thank you uh, is the one complaining about no time. I know. <laughs> you obviously have a wonderful economy with words. I look forward to your next syllable with great eagerness. For Sip, Subs, and Smokes, this is Made Man Bob, and we thank you for joining us. And remember that life is too short to drink cheap whiskey. Wrong. It's too too short to drink bad whiskey. There was not a bad whiskey on the table today. Thank no, you, No, the whiskeys today were fabulous. It was a big price range, but they were fabulous. It's a good whiskey life. Yeah. Beats working. Who's working? <laughs> oh. I'm sorry, but all questions must be submitted in writing. This has been a one-tan-hand production of Sip, Suds, and Smokes, a program devoted to the appreciation of some of the finer slices of life. From the dude in the basement studios, your host, the good old boys, will see you all next time.